Welcome back to another episode of the Balcony Chatter Podcast. I am your host, Andrew McKenney, with my co-host, Tim Taylor. Hello. Tim, things are pretty good right now. I mean, there's some bad things to talk about, too, but yeah. things are going pretty good. Bruins already have had a playoff spot for a while. Celtics finally clinched their playoff spot. I say finally. I mean, it's still March. Um, but, like... Yeah, that's that's... You're being an ass almost there, but yeah. It w- I didn't mean it that way. I just meant like they they get their spot, even though it's super early still. Also, yeah. I'm not a what? How? Oh no, man! I wasn't. I didn't mean it too harsh. <laughs> just, just. Well, I'm yeah, taking it know. personally. Stay this team, we got Robert Williams playing, and uh, this is like they're they're still under a hundred minutes with that starting lineup as a team. <laughs> is this his last game before the playoffs? You think? <laughs> or <laughs> all right, oh, now God. now I got now I'm in. All right, now you're in an asshole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. They're looking all right as we record. We'll see how it, you guys will know how it finishes by the time you're listening. But right in now, we got a six point lead in the future. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, I could complain. Sure, I got complaints. Why not? Let's but hear them, guy. No, I don't want to. Oh, I, I'd okay. rather not. I, well, I want to complain about the Jalen Brown thing. What's the Jalen Brown thing? We said so we talked about it. Just the the state that he feels himself in as a second star on this team, and whether he wants to keep that as the future. But he is. I mean, let's be honest. He is the second star on this team. That's fine. I don't think that's his issue. It's. I think it's being wanted. Not to mention, I, I like. I don't think that's. Yeah, I don't think that's the argument at all. Is whether he's second fiddle or not. Um, it's how he's treated here and I think it proved that the Nets thing was true and that they did kick the tires on moving Jalen and I don't know I didn't read the I should read the whole article before I start saying this stuff but he had to like he was so unsure that he had to like FaceTime Brad and Jason yeah um, so I don't know. I don't. I, I think. I think the Celtics are in trouble without Jalen Brown on this team. So, so basically, for people who don't know what you're talking about, there was rumblings today that Jalen Brown was. Well, it's an article from the Ringer, right? But he basically was saying that he wasn't. He was like, you know, I want to play where I'm wanted. I don't know if I'm. I, we'll see what the future holds for me here. What they want from me. What I want from them. And then we'll go from there. Which is not a very good answer if you're a Jalen Brown and Celtics fan, where you. It doesn't give you a lot of confidence that he's no. where we would like him to be as fans. And and I think that that comes down to a lot of, like like you're saying, fans definitely have a huge part in that. I mean, Kyrie was very vocal about that, and he's in a whole entire thing on his own. I'm not trying to compare the two. But he's, those two aren't the only guys right. who have ever talked about, like, the fans being a problem. and it, And they are a problem, but they're a problem everywhere. But Boston is such a big market, and they're loudmouths, and they're annoying. And I can say that because I'm a fan of my whole life of the, these teams, and I know what other fans are like, but it doesn't speak for all fans. And that's at least what you have to give Kyrie credit for as well, where he said, 
I mean, he has said, you know, it's not all fans, but there's a lot of them. And, I mean, you even get that from Red Sox players saying the same thing. You just called him Kyrie. No, I'm saying Kyrie, when he was talking trash about Uh, the Celtics, he was like... Well, yeah, Jalen said... Everyone said the same thing. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's not all of them. But, and I think for Jalen, you know... I think Jalen's also said that there's that problem within other fan bases as well. And it's not exclusive. And I, and I know these come on the same time and like, I don't know. I think there's something beyond the racial racial issue, which still exists. And like, if you're down, if you're losing, they hate you and all that. Like, I, I think if the, the, if, if you want to tie race into that, that that's, I, I have no comment as a, as a white man who's never faced it, but I, I do hate when we turn so harsh on these very talented individuals yeah. just when they hit a cold patch because we don't do it in a fun or like good way. Like it's, it's nasty. Yeah. So I just, I wish we would remove the scrutiny. I think people who want to get rid of Jalen Brown, and I welcome you to convince me who would be better on this team and how that's a viable, realistic thing that would happen. You don't know what you got till it's gone. I know what we have, and I think you're an idiot if you don't recognize what we have. I really do. If you don't realize that Jason, excuse me, that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown need to be together to win a title, I don't. I don't know. I don't know why we're talking. Well, I don't know how many times we've said that. Like, if you keep this core together, of especially those two guys, let's just call that the core because. We all know like Horford is getting older and he's not going to be there for They've done it without Horford. Like you, you got to bring up the track record and that's how insane sure. the insane amount of times that they've both been to the Eastern Conference Finals as guys who are just now starting their primes. But what I'm saying is like for, for we've said this a million times that But I but I'm saying they've done it without Horford, you know. Right. If you keep these two guys together, there's no reason why over the next 10 years they don't have three titles. At least, you know, like or they go to the finals three or more times. Yeah. So if you split them up, you're kind of starting at square one where we've already started to notice that a lot of times if Tatum is is off, we're going to lose unless Jalen Brown comes through and wins us the game as well. So you're essentially going to be giving up your, your safety net and – a player who has so much potential and so much upside that it would be crazy to do. And it's, let's call, you know, let's look at the, the data too. Like he's the one who's holding this team to whatever afloatness you want to consider right now since the all-star break. Tatum really hasn't played that well since yeah, the all-star break right, at right. all. Um, and I think if they're both off, it's, it's bad. And that's kind of scary because it kind of looked like we had a team that was like, if you lose Jalen and Jason for a night, they're going to figure it out. No problem. Malcolm yeah. Brogdon, Derek White, Al Horford. Al needs to be like way like sixth most important man on this team. And he's third. And that's just like, and I love that. And he can do that. But like father time is so real that it's yeah. just so scary to me that we have him as like the third most important guy on this team. We need Brogdon. And, like, he keeps sitting out to, like, rest his, like, what is it, his Achilles or whatever. And that's scary. I don't know. I mean, it's great that we have Bob Bill back tonight. 
that helps a lot. But like when we don't have Robert Williams and like, I'm not going to be convinced that we have Robert Williams for every game for the rest of the year or every important playoff game for this year until I see it happen. Yeah. And I think that's very fair. Uh, like, and, and it, until I see that, like I'm petrified at our lack of depth at big, we still will have to rely on Al. It's better for Al now. Cause he's, and when Robert Williams is on the floor, he's and the way he's been shooting the three so well with Robert Williams out, like I think that's only going to have the opportunity to be better. He's going to have a lot more open looks at three, and like I just saw him knock him knock one down right now as we're watching this game. It's just like that's huge, especially for how hot he's shooting. He's literally statistically like top three three point shooter based off percentage in the NBA right now. That's crazy, and Brogdon's up there with him. It's like we got to keep Brogdon on the floor. We got to keep Robert Williams on the floor, and then I don't feel as scared. But I just really think when there's a fine line between being relevant and being not, and it's like a matter of a guy or two guys, and they both have injury history, and that's that's it's terrifying right now. We don't have that next man up depth, in my opinion. Plus, like down the bench, it's like I would love for Pritchard to have been getting minutes, and then he's injured. Whatever that is, so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm with you. I agree with all of that. It's just, it, it is definitely a, there's some question marks going into the playoffs for sure. We need Jalen Brown to get an all-NBA team. I think he's well on his way. And then if that happens, we're able to offer him the max contract, and I think we're fine. No one's ever turned down a super max, they've said. But if he doesn't make that team and we can't sign him to the Supermax, I think that window is wide open until we sign him to any other contract. Right. And there's no feeling safe. And it's Pasternak 2.0. And it's scarier because he has, you have this comment from this week yeah. that exists and is very real and is in a important time during this window. We just we, we really got to hope that the Celtics are able to offer the Supermax to him. They do. And then I don't... If he says no, then it's like, well, it was nice knowing you. Right. But he didn't really want to be here at the end of the day. Uh, yeah, and you can't you can't make someone sign the dotted line, especially when they're that someone who can give you the most money out of any other team in the league. Like you're saying no to amount of money if you say no to that deal. You know? So we need to be able to do and I hate that. I hate that feeling, but the sensation I have is like we need to be able to give him something that he cannot say no to. Right. Because we need because we need Jalen Brown. I fully believe that. And you can tell me how much the NBA rotates and how free agency moves around and yada, yada, yada. And I'll tell you that it's important to have longevity and legacy. And if it ain't broke, don't fix it because it ain't broke. Right. We ju- we're just starting with these guys. Right. We've we were literally in the finals this, last and year. We, and, and you and I have both said like that team wasn't ready to win the finals. Right. This year, I think they are. This year, they lose the finals. Then let's talk. Yeah. But I still wouldn't want to throw it out then. Like, yeah. uh, I'm stressed. The Celtics are stressing me out. It's Has, not. It's not like a fun stretch into the, into the playoffs. I don't like how the matchup is looking. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little spooky times. Has Tatum uh, worked himself out of the MVP like top race there? Like, I don't. Where Where do you think he sits currently on the MVP? I think he's like he's third or fourth. Yeah. But Embiid and Jokic are so far and away jumped from him and Giannis that it's 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 over with like the only person who's like really worked himself out is Luca because he hasn't played in like seven games you know it's just it, 
it's not looking good there. But like Giannis is like playing really well, and the Bucks were on these crazy runs, and like he's not even really in the conversation with the Jokic and Embiid. And right now Vegas has Embiid, I think, at minus two fifty to win it. It just looks like it's pretty much Joel Embiid's to lose here as we have like 10 games or so to go. Um, but yeah, Tatum out of that, I I don't think I don't I don't think this slight slump. He's still averaging 30 points a game on the year, you know. So obviously it's not like he's completely fallen off by any means. But he he didn't have any of those hot games really down the stretch here, or like not crazy consistency. He hasn't been shooting the three as well as he can. Uh, I, it's just it. It's not a matter of like he worked his way out as much as the race ran in a direction that he really needed to, not only keep consistency but jump a level up. They they put it they, those both those dudes put it in a gear that's just insane to me. Yeah, I mean he was he was playing earlier this season at a superstar level, and like it's like you said, it's not like he's playing bad now. But I mean he was at one point far and away the the number one for MVP. But it's such a long season that yeah. that can it was, change it so was, quickly. It was like late December. Yeah, and it was great. We loved it. We had so much fun. Yeah, he's have, he's going to be first team All NBA. There's no world where he's not. And to be a top five player, top one at your or top one of two or one two at your position is everything. So right, exactly. And if we have two of the three best guard for whatever you want to put Jalen at. I think they put Jalen at guard. But if we have a top six guard and a top two forward, is that good? I think I'll, I'll Should check we get the rid numbers. of that. I'll check the numbers at some point, but I think that's good. Should we lose that? I don't think so. I think we should <laughs> hold on to it. I think we need to hold on to it to just make sure it's not bad. Yeah. We'll figure it like out until we, until we find out it's bad. We, we just do it. I don't think we will. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's uh, I don't know. scary times. I like how they've showed up here tonight. We're we're looking really good here in the third quarter. Again, I'm sorry if they collapse right after this. Just so you know, I totally feel like that's in the cards. <laughs> it's just, well, but the the Kings are good, man. And here's the thing: the NBA is wide open. This is as open of a championship as I can remember. Uh, you think you've had like teams like. The, uh, the Wizards. <laughs> uh, the Wizards. Uh, like the Warriors uh, waiting to jump out of nowhere and get their groove going. It's not working out. Did you hear the Andrew Wiggins rumors? I don't even know if we should talk about it. I did not. Oh, man. Yeah. It's on Twitter. I mean, <laughs> whatever. We're not breaking any news. Um, so he's been out for a very long time. Uh and whether you agree with him being an all-star starter last year or not, he's an all-star caliber player, and that's a big loss to not have in Golden State. So he's been out for personal, like, fam- it said, like, family reasons for a long time. And it, it came out that the rumor is, is that his girlfriend slash baby mama uh, was cheating on him with his best friend. And then not only that, but his kid is actually the – the best friend's kid. No. Yeah. That's the, that was the rumor or that is the rumor. Those are all allegations, but that is the rumor of why he is. And he's just, you know, unable to play in the NBA because of it. That's crazy. I, I did not hear. 
People are horrible, man. Yeah, seriously. People are horrible. Uh, well, you know what's not horrible? Well, let's go. I love a good pivot <laughs> out of the darkness. The Bruins. So Let's we, go. We, 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 haven't, we haven't recorded an episode after a game in a while, so we figured we'd yes. do one. Um, Tonight never felt out of hand, but God, did I think the over was going to get crushed, and I didn't. I didn't bet on it, but I was after a two-one first period. It was five, right? What, what? What was the? Oh no, it's probably six and a half. Six. Dang. They've been. They haven't been five and a half in a, for a while. I've. I've found they're, they're a little higher than that now because the NHL must be higher scoring this year. But especially with these two teams that can absolutely put shots on net, as we saw tonight, with a com- combination of nearly 80 shots on goal. Shout yeah. out to Ulmark. Stood on his damn head. 40 saves. Is that good? Is that good? So that's, that's, here's the thing. If Ulmark doesn't win the Vesna this year, it's rigged. Like here's he, the thing. He's <laughs> he's going to. Right. And I, I, I'm i not even going to knock on a piece of wood because he got robbed if he didn't win it. That's what and I mean. Like, it's that's rigged. how insane yeah. it far, it's literally rigged. It's BS. There's someone out to get him, whatever. But he's going to. And, like, it's insane to watch this game where you're getting pelted by a team that won't quit until they're literally pronounced dead. And since they're technically still in the playoff race, to, despite their, like, horrible year like they're just not officially out they like ottawa tries yeah they put shots on goal and it's like it's scary they've beaten us this year we've talked about that so with this we still go out and just like because we have him and net i'm never concerned and like also it's because like if we're down we're never out and like whatever but that one goal lead felt like a lot for the whole game and it was like we were just like mere slip ups or like the wrong like turnover away from that being even and you'd be in there a little later tonight and he was stopping all those like our our those were happening our mishaps that we did have he was making sure that they weren't finding the back of the net and on the flip side of that coin too i mean you gotta gotta shout out swayman i mean two shout outs in a row he's on fire right now third star of the week third star of the week I mean, when you think that this team can't get any better, they just keep doing things that are better. Like, it's it's crazy. The conversation went from who's it going to be this year to holy shit, it's Ulmark, to, uh, like, and, like, Swayman, like, yikes, and, like, a little, like, iffy, a couple Struggled of games little. where you, like, looked at him. Yeah, yeah, a couple of struggling games. You look at him, though, and he's he's a top 10 goalie in the league. Yeah. Like, it's, it's insane. And by far we have, the best. We have, two of the, we have the, we have yeah. number one and like number eight. Right. Like it, it's sick. He's, he's, a, he's fantastic. And I want them both. I forever. I, I really do. I don't, I, I don't think they would mind. They're getting paid enough. They, I think they love playing together. Oh yeah. You can tell. I mean, that's very, very clear. Yeah. But, and I don't know if any game balance shifting like makes one of them feel a certain way about that or what, but God, long live this combo. It's where it's just amazing. So the negative thing to talk about this week is is that Forbor Forbor is out for the remainder of the regular season, which is you know I think it's twelve games, so it's not the end of the world. I don't I don't I mean we have the depth for it right now, but the reason I bring this up is because I want to ask you, say the playoffs were to, you know, when the playoffs roll around, 
Taylor Hall, Nick Foligno, and Forbore are ready to come back. How do you slot these guys into the lineup? Like, w- w- this is the best problem to ever have, is to have the uh, uh, like too much talent and too much depth because you can never have too much because of injuries and, and slumping and things like that. But, like, how do you mess up the, what the team has going and where do you put these guys? Because your top line, your top two lines are set, right? Bergeron, Marshan, JD, Jake DeBrusque. And then you have Zaka, Krejci, and Pasta. So those two lines are set. You're not touching that. McAvoy, Lindholm, Orlov, uh, Grizzlick. And then you have a couple, you know, you have some extras, Clifton, uh, Zaboral, Forbort. You know, you have so much talent right now. Where do you put Taylor Hall and Nick Felino without having to take out somebody like Hathaway or Bertuzzi? Um, you're stacked right now. You really are. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I th- this is a brutal question. And again, the great issue to have. Um, but... I think you really just got to see how we finish the year without those guys. Yeah. Or if we do start to slot them in, how they play. If if they get healthy, like I really want to, like, you, I really want you to try a bunch of stuff. Sure, we, but we it's have, harder to try. We have basically, the, the one seed. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If they get healthy in the sometime in the remainder of the regular season, like, fire out as many different lineups as possible, uh, with as much time as you can, to see what looks like it's working and whatnot and like who who belongs there i think you're crazy if you sit any of the people we brought in at the deadline i really do um they fit very well i know they're newest but i i think like and like i know how insanely good no six been playing and i know lauka looks like he belongs up but like those are guys you got to talk about bringing down well because listen uh, l- listen let me throw some hypothetical at you here for I think the Trent third and loses fourth line seat too as I much as I don't agree with that I don't think he does Trent there's no way that you can sit him over Nosik no I agree so so think about it this way say that they're healthy it goes Taylor Hall Charlie Coyle and Bertuzzi yeah and then you go Hathaway and, th- and then I think that line is almost impenetrable that's locked. Like that like your that your top nine are locked if that's what you got. Yeah. To me. It's but, your third it's your fourth line that's up for discussion. So Felino, Frederick, and Hathaway. I mean, then you have to yeah. sit Nosik. I mean, what are you gonna do? You you, you got these guys specifically for toughness, Bertuzzi and uh and Hathaway. They both can score as well. But you want them because they can. You're not going to get pushed around in the playoffs like you and have if, in the and past. If Felino's not not as healthy as we thought he would be, or he can't keep up, or something like that, then you're slotting Nosek into that. Sick. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Like the that. amount of depth that we I'm have is that. is great. But I want to I want to see Felino back in. The, yeah, that's exactly that's exactly how I do it. Uh, and then the, to me, Zaboral being the seventh D man. Right, Clifton and and. I, board, I think yeah. Clifton Clifton done such a good job this year. It'd be it'd be ridiculous to make him the seventh man. Yeah, he's just I, I'm really impressed with Connor. I mean Connor's a, Connor. I think is the second line D man this year on any other team. We're just he, this is the best year he's ever had. I would agree with yeah. that. So, hey, uh, and, I, and and you know he's young. He's still like he's still relatively new to the league in my opinion, uh, and I think he's got room to grow. I think he will be a top four 
man in the NHL for the rest of his career. Whether that's here or not, we'll see. But happy to have him right now, for sure. Shout out to Orlov too. He's been he's been playing Amazing. so well. He's unbelievable. He slotted into this team so seamlessly, so effortlessly. I mean, he ended up he was one of the stars of the week when he first came here. He's been exactly what you wanted him to be. What the reason you picked him up at the deadline. And also he's a tank. He's like the second heaviest dude on this team, and he's like five. He's he's like under six foot. He's, he's like a little guy who's like just a beast out there. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I hope that we can retain some of these guys next year, but obviously contracts are tough, and it all depends on who who leaves, who comes back, and that kind of thing. So, I mean, I love this team. I want to see them win it all this year because this is what it. You know, we we've, we've been saying that from the very beginning. This is what it was all for. We went all in at the deadline. Again, you, nobody can ever say that Sweeney didn't go all in this year. He did everything he possibly could. Um, and if it, again, I, I keep saying this and I keep going back and forth and being like, it's theirs to lose. There is nobody in this league who is better than us. The only way that we're going to lose is if we beat ourselves. Yeah. If we don't show up, we're going to beat ourselves. You know, like... That yeah. that's all that it that's all that it comes down to. It really feels like set like it being seven game series or is so in our favor. That's what I mean. As like if, who can if, beat you in four? Be, yeah, yeah. As as if this would ever be like a football situation, right? It wouldn't. But yeah, this yeah, team is built to. Anybody win. can lose one game. That's that's that happens all the time. Obviously, and they, they will. Yeah, they'll lose. They'll lose in the playoffs. It's gonna happen. It's, it's, and if they don't, and they go sixteen and zero. Holy hell! This team was everything. <laughs> I could it's never even imagine any team doing couldn't imagine. that. Yeah, doesn't yeah, doesn't feel like a real world. Not not in the NHL. Like the 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 Warriors didn't even do that. Even the NBA, it's like not a thing. Yeah, you have to be so much better than everyone else that you like. You have to be on a, a completely different level to be able to do something like that. And that just doesn't happen. It's too much talent in these leagues on other teams, you know, I'm just very interested to see how the lineup shake or how, how the matchup shake up for, um, for both sides. I mean, for the East and the West, like there's so many teams that are right on that line, right on the bubble to try to make it in or to, to lose a wild card spot or whatever. And I think that it's going to be an interesting go. I, it, it looks like we're going to be playing either Pittsburgh or the Islanders. And I'm not afraid of either of those teams. Um, I respect Pittsburgh more than I respect the Islanders as far as... as far as far How much do you respect the Islanders? I respect the Islanders' defense. I don't respect their offense. And they have a good goaltender. But I'm just saying, there's so much more playoff experience on Pittsburgh, and there's so much more that they can do when they get hot. I mean, you still have Crosby, Malkin, and Latang. It's like that; those three guys alone can win you a series anytime. So it, it's I, I'd never take them lightly. As much as people aren't afraid of them or whatever, you know, I still respect their level of skill and their level of experience. Um, so I, I'll. I'll I, I don't care who they play, um, but it's not going to be as easy as everyone thinks it is. I I don't think. 
but I'm excited for it. You know, like I, I can't wait. We're we're coming up on the end of both of these seasons. We got playoffs it's, right it's, around it's the two corner. Two different feelings, man. It's two different feelings. Yeah. Uh, it's like I'm excited for the every playoff game in the Bruins, and I'm like already nervous for who the Celtics are going to be matched up against. Yeah. Well, I'm in the I'm in the playoffs for fantasy hockey this this week as well. So I'll give you guys an update on what happens with that. But we're about tied up mid middle of the week almost. Wow, this is the middle of the yeah. This I guess it's Tuesday. Just about yeah. You start on Sunday. It goes. Monday to Sunday. Monday to Sunday. Okay. So I'm really, I have I have both Pasta and Martian on my fantasy team, so I'm constantly screaming for them to score just as much as I am for the Bruins to score. Like I'm, I'm like, well, I want someone to score, but like, can it just be one of those two guys? <laughs> this is why I don't play right. fantasy sports because I get too yeah. invested. It, it, it manipulates your your fandom for exactly, sure. which is why I don't I don't sports bet either. Oh come on, it's fun. <laughs> but yeah, man, cool. I, I'm excited. We're getting there. We're almost there, and and I'm just I'm getting anxious. I think I'm gonna hit one, probably one more away game before the end of the season. Uh, heading back up to Montreal. If anybody else is going up there, let us know. Um, for the last game of the season. But looking forward to the playoffs. That's all. I'm ready, man. Who do you think is coming out of the West in the NHL? Who do I think is going to the finals? Yeah. I think it's going to be... I think that the Western Conference Finals is going to be Vegas and Dallas. Yeah, I like that. That's my guess. I mean, that's the two teams that I would say for the winner. So, like But if the Kings make it world. make it that far... I'd be pretty happy for you because maybe be you can cool. get in there. Oh, man, I, I love hockey in L.A. Uh, in the playoffs. I'm, I'm stoked it's happening. How much would you pay if, if the Bruins made the finals against the, the Kings? Oh. oh, man. In a, in a perfect world, you know? I'd how, pay. How much I mean, could you justify? <laughs> I Once in a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. It's not how much I would justify, it's how much the bank <laughs> yeah. number states. Right. What do I have available to justify? How much is in my DraftKings account that I could cash out? Right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So Exciting yeah. times, man. We're getting to the end here. It's it's gonna be here before you know it. We have I think less than a month to go. Um or around, basically around the same exact time, and uh, and then it's all all aboard, all aboard the playoff train. Yeah, I'm getting nervous, bro. <laughs> it's all good. We got to we got to have confidence this I'm year. Nervous, yeah, that's true. We're we're favorited. Both of us are favorited to do well in the playoffs, or you know, or we should be up there. You know, we should. Or it's ours to lose on both leagues, really. Yeah, definitely. Um, Celtics five and five in their last ten. Okay. Oh, hey, real quick before we wrap this up, what uh, are you all in on March Madness or what's the deal? You got a wow. bracket going? I have a bracket that's you know busted. Very so dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's so busted that it's like obliterated into pieces. I still have, my my champion could still win. Okay. That. 
Yeah, picked Bama to to win it all. Not a bad choice. But had a fantastic time gambling on the first round. It's very fun. I believe it's that. It's the best. It's my favorite. My, it's truly my favorite days of the year, of the first two days of March Madness. Dude, 16 games each day. I don't it's, care. It's no, no, bad, no, nothing better. I mean, that we not as many buzzer beaters this year. Yeah. One, one pretty early on. Some good upsets. The upsets have been fantastic. Yeah. It's been great. See, I don't, I don't care really about good. college sports almost at all. Um, yeah. But, I mean, March Madness is just fun. And it's like, it's, oh, I can yeah. watch five, six games today? Cool. Yep. Yep. Six games. The, the, the YouTube TV had the had the three boxes, or quad That's boxes. Sick. Just like there was just channels that were quad boxes. It was fantastic. I didn't do a bracket. I've never done a bracket, so maybe next year is going to be my first year. Oh, we got to get you in on that. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you right. I, I, just for know. fun. Yeah. You, you could, and you, you could win. I watched this year. I, I, I followed a good amount. Uh, I had high expectations for my team, the University of North Carolina. Came in, came in the year first overall in, in the AP poll ratings. Came into that year. Only team ever in the history of the uh, NCAA to be ranked number one overall and not make the tournament. Wow. Garbage year from the boys. Uh, they added Pete Nance who's Larry Nance Jr.'s younger brother and Larry Nance's son and uh, had pretty much everyone who lost in the finals last year coming back aside from Brady Mannix. So you, like, swapped them out and uh, didn't matter. Wow. Bad, bad losses. Oof. Bad losses. They talk about a team that could beat themselves. So much talent. And the NCAA is pretty wide open, as we can see this year, with, with the sheer amount of upsets. I mean – you know, Alabama, the tournament favorite, still looking good, but you don't know what's going to happen. And it's cool that there's a nine seed still alive. It's cool that there's 15 seeds still alive. Um, we'll see if there's there's more crazy damage done. That nine seed, though, Florida Atlantic University, I think it is, they're nuts. They've only lost three games all year. They've Damn. won like over 30. Wow. Yeah. So I was kind of hoping for that 16 seed to roll through them, but that team, that team can play basketball. So, yeah, it's good. I, I think there's always a place for college basketball, even as we go away from, uh, you know, college players being the top draft picks. And uh, the, the direction it should go is this guy could still be a lottery pick. You know, it doesn't matter if the first overall and potentially the second overall aren't playing in the NCAA. I really yeah. don't think that matters. Uh, the product is still fantastic this year, in my opinion. Fun stuff. Yeah. Well, I hope you get. I hope you get Alabama to go all the way. Yeah, I don't cool. have a. I, I don't have don't a horse win, in, the, so. in the race, so it doesn't really if matter. If I can't, me. if I can't win with that, then I don't care. <laughs> yeah. You know, I I'm hope right. they don't win. It's more fun. Yeah, yeah. If the favorite wins to in this get weird year. The upset. Yeah. It's whatever. But yeah. Yeah, next year we're getting you in, man. Yeah, definitely. I'm 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 gonna do it next year. Like I said, I've never done it. I've always thought about it, but I'm always like, I don't really care that much about it. And then every year that I watch more of it, I'm like, all right, next year I should just do it. Like who cares? It's fun. Yeah, exactly. College basketball games are fun. Yeah. I think it's weird how they are. I think it would be better if they're more closer to like NBA. Yeah. Like like women's is four quarters, but men's is still this weird two halves thing. I don't get that at all. Um, but it's still so fun for what it is. It's amazing. Yeah. It's great basketball. It's a great product. 
All right, no, I'm in next year. I still go pro. Come on. I'm in. Come on. Well, until next week, I think we've we've gone on long enough about the Bruins and how they're good and how we're still a little bit concerned about the Celtics, but hey, but there's some things we're not sure if they're good, you know. And exactly. That's what we we're like, we're going to go do some research now. Yeah. Please write in. <laughs> yeah, write in. Let us know what you think. What you think from today is good, in fact. Yes. Maybe we'll share your yes, that's good on the air. <laughs> well, there's only one more, one last thing to do to sign off this episode. Do you know what that is? I think I do. Send it to Stretch. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs>